0: He said, "Well, some are secular and some are sacred," and that was never God's intent. God had no distinction between the sacred and the secular. Sacred meaning you are engaged in activities or doing some things that, quote unquote, religion has said is sacred. You're a reverend, you're a worship leader, you're a missionary, you're a children worker. Sacred. Secular, I work at at and I work at Coca-Cola, I work at uh, 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 Bell South, I have my own business. That's secular. That's a man's mind. God never saw that. Oh, man. This is huge. Because this has created a gulf in the kingdom of God between the so-called sacred people and secular people. So the sacred said, we're in charge of all the ordinances and all the uh, ecclesiastical and religious duties. And you secular people just watch us perform and give us your offering so we can keep on doing what we're doing. Because we never understand the original intent. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. but let me just throw it out now so I can shut that door in your head. The first ID of God that we ever see in the Bible, the first identification of God we ever saw, is not God as Jehovah Rapha, or Jehovah El Shaddai, or Jehovah Shalom. Or Jehovah Sinkenon, Jehovah Makadesh, and all of the wonderful names of God that we know. No. When God burst into the world stage in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, he introduced himself. What did he say? What's Genesis one one? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. His first ID, I'm a worker. As a creator, what does what does the creator do? He creates. What does he make? What, what, a person that creates, today, what do we call them? They're workers. It's a worker. The God's first ID: I am a worker. I identify with those that work. So, if we are going to talk about secularity, God was a super secularity secularist. But well, that's not the point. It was a divine God. So, what I'm saying to you is, work has nothing to do with being secular. Work began in the mind of God. And in fact, I can tell you, your Bible is a snapshot, an album of workers, by workers, for workers. Your entire Bible is an album with snapshots of workers for workers by workers when God calls himself the physician are you a physician sir oh so God was a, it was a, it's a worker he's called himself a physician a gardener did you did you consider the people that's doing your along today as being spiritual the person that owns a landscape business when they come to your house to cut your grass, do you ever think this guy is a spiritual person? No, you think this is a secular guy. He's earning, uh, you know, secular. No. But God calls him, the first gardener We say, God is a gardener. Husband man. John chapter 15. Vine dresser, he calls himself. In fact, Jesus, Mark chapter 3, the carpenter. Because when you see a carpenter today, you say, oh, carpenter, or, circular
1: secular guy, carpenter. God
0: was a carpenter. I'm going here to help you this this notion that God has some favorite positions and titles and others less favorable. It is not so, it is a lie. We created a secret and divide. And sacred and the secular divide. We, we made that. That was not God's intention. Work was holy because God made, because God, that was something God, in fact, the word work and the word worship in Hebrew is the same thing. Work is worship. Can you say that with me? Work is worship. It's worship. Work is worship. It's the word avoda. A-V-O-D-A-H. A-V-O-D-A-H. Work is worship. And we know so because anything God does and asks me and you to do is spiritual. It's worship. Paul says Romans 12 1 2, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Anything you do for God is worship. Amen? So this is very, very important that we understand that there is no secular. Of sacred divide where God is concerned. God told Adam to tend and to care for the garden. Let's let's read Genesis chapter two, verse fifteen. Let me read that quickly and then I need to move on here. Genesis two fifteen. Genesis two fifteen. Can you get up to me, uh, NIV, please, Brother, Brother Derek? This thing here covers the screen. Can you just move it, one, just one? There you go. Thank you. That, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Genesis two fifteen, NIV. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden to walk, to walk it and take care of it. So when Adam was doing that, was that secular? Was that secular? So if what Adam did there is not secular, why is it secular when I go to AT and T? Why is it secular when I'm driving a truck? Why is it secular when when I'm flying an aircraft? Why is it secular when I'm tending my, my baby, changing the diapers? Why is that secular? Are you guys seeing this? If you don't understand this, you will misunderstand the people that are in your congregation that is not in the five-fold ministry gift, but they are sitting in your congregation. Because you will not have an appreciation of what they do. Because you think what you do is only the important thing in the house. And that's not true. That's not true. Everything all of us do, as long as we do it unto God, is important. And it's significant. Amen? Okay, we're going we're gonna to talk more about that as, as we go on. So the important thing here for you to know is the lack of understanding of the four-chapter gospel creates a sacred-secular divide. Okay? We already admit that God, the creator, is not secular. Neither was Jesus the carpenter or Paul the tent-maker. In fact, let me just throw this out here. What you do do not define you. You define what you do. Your activity do not define you. Okay, this is make it very simple for you now. This will bring it home, big time. Therefore, if any man being Christ Jesus in his new creation, all things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. Is that true? In the spirit, as a spirit, soul, and body. Okay? So, in your person, as a spiritual entity, anything you do is spiritual, because that's who you are. You're a spiritual person. In fact, when Jesus went to the wedding at Cana of Galilee, was he spiritual then, or was he being Cana? Uh-uh. You guys, the way you are thinking so hard. Pastor Mike, you have a question? Okay. The way you guys are looking at me, let me say that again. When Jesus, the son of God, attended the wedding and sat down at the reception, was he a carnal man doing that or was he spiritual? You guys are whispering. <laughs> it's not a trick question. Okay. Did the wedding change his identity? Of course not. That's the problem. That's, it. That's what I'm saying to you. Where you are, do not change who you are. Mm. Who you are, who you are, has a bearing wherever you are. Okay. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where you are never changes who you are. <laughs> Where you are never changes who you are. Remember that. You remember that. But you, you are the you are the thermostat, so to speak. Anywhere you go, you have the power, the ability to adjust the temperature in that place. Huge! You must understand that. Yes, Pastor Mike. Yes. Yeah. Mike, is it working? It's not working. Where's the good mic? Yeah. What kind of mics are these mics? This this mic. This thing's a fake news. As the light that says it's on. <laughs> And yes, yes.
2: This is, is good. Yeah. The Lord God took the man and yes. put him in the garden of Eden to yes. work. Yes. So you asked us a question. Sorry that I'm taking you back on this, on whether this is secular yes. or spiritual. Yes. I think the issue now is who or what defines a secular work and a spiritual work. This is work. So what I'm saying, in effect, is that what's the origin of that definition? Can we find in the scripture, okay, the, the, the definition or the, the separation of what is secular or what is spiritual, other than what religion has made us to... No, pray. there's no separation in the Bible, that's exactly. the point. So it does not exist. It does not it, exist. It's work. It's work. Ah,
0: that's all. No, it so, so to, to your point. There is no biblical passage that separates spiritual from so-called, none. It's man-made. Thank you. And the truth of the matter is, this man-made definition and implementation did not come until the last 150 years. That's that's a sad thing. But because of the introduction, I'm coming, because of that introduction, it has created a chasm. In the church. This was the reason back in the old Roman Catholic, Catholic Church, the priests were the only ones that had access to the Bibles, and a lady are not supposed to know anything. You just come, we brief you, and you can go home. Because we are spiritual and you guys are secular. Yeah. And until we bridge that gap, and, and, and remove that erroneous understanding, we will not fully be effective as New Testament able ministers of the Gospel of Grace.
2: In going further, therefore, sir. Yes. That takes us to the question you asked us again yes. on the wedding in Canaan of Galilee. <laughs> okay. For how do you define such a gathering? Is it a spiritual gathering or a secular gathering? That again goes back to the definition. Correct. Of what it, it is. So, 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 so what makes a spiritual guiding? What makes a secular guiding? There's no st- distinction of such. Exactly. So that, that, that,
0: that... Do you understand what they're saying? It, it, it's it's, it's usually what we call reverse training to help us understand how we so readily embrace something that was not there. Anywhere you are, you are a spiritual entity. And as such, wherever you are, whatever you're doing is absolutely spiritual. Including kissing your wife. (laughs) No,
2: seriously. Seriously.
0: You hug your wife, you kiss your wife, you commit your wife, it's spiritual. Because you're a spiritual being. And whatsoever you do, Colossians tells us, as long as you do it unto the Lord, it's well well present unto him. Absolutely. And this is very, very important for us to understand that. We will never fulfill the Great Commission as long as we think some are sacred and some are secular. It's not going to happen. Yes, Pastor. Oh, okay. Pastor. Yeah, because I don't, I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm not trying to be a law advocate. Hmm. But at the same time, we need to balance it a little bit. Okay. Because we know that we in this gathering mm-hmm. we are grace satisfied. Mm-hmm. So the conversation is easier to carry on here. Okay. Outside these walls, mm-hmm. it becomes a little bit tricky. Okay. How do you even though I know that you know we are not in the old. Yes. But the, the question earlier is that how did this uh, semantics made it into the church. Yes, and if you, you have to look back into the Old Testament, yes, and understand that it comes from the separation of the Levites. Yes, instruction directly. Yes. the Levites not to do anything else. You see, I, my background is from a, a, a ministry hmm. that, hmm. as a pastor, there. Even though, even though I'm a registered pharmacist. Uh, you know, I have my license. But I was banned to work so I cannot go and practice. So I left a, a six-figure job to earn, and this is a true story, to earn less than $1,000 a month, even though my rent is about 750 So the remaining $300 God will provide. I have to wait on God and trust God to take care of my family, yeah, because that—that that was the doctrine of the church. If I was to be a pastor there, yes. and I was a pastor there, yes. And it's all from the Old Testament of the Levitical order. Sure. So if you're dealing with those people, uh, and I think I'm not the only one. You, Pastor Falamu probably has more experience like hey. than me. <laughs> 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 and Pastor Samory. But we have to understand that the picture that is in some of these churches does not matter what they do beneath, uh, you know, of the camera. Maybe they have businesses. But the idea is if you are a Levitical man, if you are in priesthood, you should not do anything.
0: So what's the point you're making?
1: The point that I'm making is that the basis is from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. I don't support it. We don't support it. We know we're not going like that. Mm-hmm. But it, there's a legitimacy to it in terms of uh, keeping yourself completely onto the call.
0: No, there's no legitimacy to it. We're living a new day. I know. So why are we going to go back to the old day? Do you want to go back and live in 1920?
1: No, but, 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 but Pastor, just to say that it's, it's not even, the, the language is not even in the scripture at all. You know, if you listen to Prove, the origin of it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The origin is completely settled. So we have an origin to it. We have a template to it. Now, are we living in that order? No, but there's an origin to it.
0: No, I even even disagree with that. I actually disagree with that. And the reason I disagree with that is, again, the scripture must be the full authority of whatever we do. We all accept here that we're going to follow the Pauline epistles. And Paul makes it absolutely clear. In the scriptures, there is no dichotomy between secular and the sacred. Today, yeah, well, we are living today.
1: Yeah, but if, after the, see, there was a fall, now we're going back to the original intent. Exactly.
0: And so we... The original we,
2: intent
3: was... Is the, the, the... No, no, no.
0: Can see, I? that's where we're going. It's a doctor. It should be a doctor. There's nothing wrong with that at all. No, And that's where we're going with this whole message at the end of the day. So what I'm saying to you is it is not a matter of us trying to live back in the Levitical order, um, which, by the way, I can even, I can actually, deb- wait, wait, wait. I can almost debunk that, because the Levitical order, sir, huh, Mr. Bishop, the Levitical, <laughs> the Levitical order, really, they were given fields. So even though they were part of the Levitical order, see, the people that created these things that you guys were part of in religion, they were not totally honest. Because being a part of the Levitical Order according to scriptures didn't mean they, mean they didn't work. Yes. They were given fields yes. that was managed yes. to produce for them.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So 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 if they're gonna tell you as Levitical Order you don't work, they should deal with the whole story, which they did. It's the details. But having said that, and even we are not living under the Levitical order, so it's not an issue. We are under the Mexidic order, and it's a different dispensation. Amen. So you should know what the truth is, and I know you know that. And so just leave it out. And all the other guys that come to you to challenge you, tell them why you believe and why you contend for that which you believe. Yes, sir.
3: You see, I think the error came from the fact that man elevated the place of the Levites above the other tribes. God gave the Levites a specific function. He said, I'm your inheritance and this is your assignment, your function to serve me and worship me. But God never said that because your role is in direct ministry to me on behalf of the nation to the nation on behalf of me god never said the levites were superior to the others never never but because their own assignment was directly connected to god people mystified that function and arrogated to them more importance than they should have than that which they should have had and so even though the levite tribe ministered directly to god they were not better but they were not more spiritual or they were not more important than the other tribes. It was mankind who did that. And Bishop has a point in that that's where we're coming from. In fact, in in, in, in the church, we were counseled that when you've conducted a wedding, it's a spiritual event. You don't need to go to the reception because you've done a spiritual activity. Don't...
0: Contaminate yourself. Around,
3: you know. Wow. It, but, but, you know, it's... A, Understanding
0: of, Did you hear that?
3: Of, yes. Okay, I, will explain. I mean, it wasn't a doctor, but you were encouraged. Wow. I mean,
0: you've done the spiritual one. Don't, you know, don't, don't play around. Oh, 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 come on. Let me explain to them. In her old religious order, they were encouraged that they can perform a wedding ceremony in the church, but they should not attend the reception because by attending the reception, you become, you become a canal and common activity. Wow. The <laughs> Yeah. Give the mic to Pastor Charles now. While while he's getting the mic, oh, you have a mic, okay? Uh, let, let me just establish something based on what Pastor Falano said quickly. In Exodus 19. In Exodus 19. Wow, this is very interesting. Exodus 19. Just to. But just the, what you said and what Pastor Akiyany uh, just mentioned about original intent. Even the Levites was an addendum. God never intended to use the Levites. They were an addendum. God added them into the equation because the people said, we don't, God don't use us. Exodus chapter 19. In verse 6. And you, Israel, shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. All of you. God's intent was to make all of them priests. Where each one of them will have access to him and do whatever God wanted them to do. All of them. But they said, no, 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 no. Oh, God, no, please. Uh, Abba, no, we are not holy now. And God had to settle for an addendum. So clearly, the, the vehicle order was only a stopgap measure. Yeah, substitute, yes. It was never intended to be the real deal, but a substitute for a period of time only. So we cannot use that as God's template. And that's why Jesus has come to bridge that gap and restore us to God's original intent. Again, it goes back to... To chapter one of chapter, you see what I'm saying? You see how all these things come back to the original intent? Everything comes back to the original intent. Yes, Pastor Charles? Yes, and the
1: Yes. Yes. you see moving the all the time. But yeah
2: the
4: yes, Okay. the everything in terms of
0: plants and gardens. Okay.
2: Yes. and get that task of letting, uh, the garden to Adam, he now worked at God. So does that, does that support the concept of God being a
1: and worker? And if we're treated in the image of evening and likeness of God, um, it is, is God not, is that nature not then transferred to us in terms of the fact that we're a worker? And our work is worship.
0: Absolutely. It's not even a matter of transfer to us, Pastor Charles. Everything you said is correct. But it's not a matter of transfer to us. We were made like him. When he said he made us in his image and likeness, the ability, capacity, propensity to do what God did was in us. And God proved that. After he's made all the animals, I said, Adam, name them. And whichever name Adam called them, God said, you are correct. That's it. Because the ability to do so was already in us all the time. So, yeah, I agree with you that the, from day three to day six, God Himself may have undertaken the care of those of, of, his, of his creation. And then said, okay, now I've brought you in to, to be my co-partner. That's that's where partnership comes from. My co-laborer, co-partner, together with me, so that together we become responsible for creation. That's why what we're talking about this morning. On all day today, it's so important. That's the reason we must change our paradigm to ju- to not just think the only place we function is the church. When the Bible says we should love the Lord our God with our heart, our mind, and soul and body, and then love your neighbor as yourself, where is here do, loving your neighbor as yourself? What do you think that means? Steve Jobs, even though he was not born again, has loved his neighbor by giving us a cell phone. Ah, you guys didn't hear me. In, oh God help me. In John chapter 13, let me read it. For my newfound loving translation. The one that Revelation Walker do not have. The passion translation. Let me read John 13 for you. <laughs> When those guys in the project, when they get born again, they'll get this translation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Watch this. If you have a new version, you have this translation. John 13. Now, what, what do we know John 13 to be very popular for? That's the chapter where Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. Is that correct? Okay. Look at John 13, verse 1. In the U version, the Passion Translation. It says, Jesus knew that the night before Passover would be his last night on earth before leaving this world to return to the Father's side. All throughout his time with his disciples, Jesus had demonstrated a deep and tender love for them. And now, he longed to show them the full measure of his love. So he's loved them and now he wants to show them the full measure of his love. How does he do that? He washes their feet. What's the connection I'm making? Love is demonstrated through service. That's it. By giving of ourselves and service. For God so loved the world, he gave. He didn't love us by just singing the us, Oh, Lord, I love you. No. He got, God so loved the world, he gave himself. That's why what Mike was saying yesterday was so powerful. The way I love my wife is how I give myself to her. In service, in affection, on and on and on and on. So what I'm saying to you is, the reason what we're talking about here is so important is, the only way we're going to interface with the world and show how much God loves us, and because of that we love the world that we're living in, is how we serve that world. And we serve the world... By the innovation, creativity, the things we bring to pass to enhance human living, to enhance the quality of life. Case in point: Do you appreciate the man that invented air conditioning? If you don't, you go to Dubai or Kuwait. We at 10 p.m. is 120 degrees. 10 p.m. 120 degrees. When the AC comes on, he says, praise God, hallelujah. Why? Because God gave man the wisdom, the skills, and the innovation to create something that makes life easier and comfortable for everybody else. Are you going to tell me that preaching is better than that? That person just preached God's love through his innovation. I preach it from a pulpit but he's preaching based on what God has given him or her for his or her generation. You don't trivialize these things. Love serves, but it serves in various and diverse capacities. The guy that stands on the TV cracking good, wholesome jokes that's making you laugh. Fulfilling the purpose of God that says, laughter doth good like medicine. You think it's a madman? You don't reverence them, and you just say, ah, that one is a comedian. And the way you say it, you say that, ah, a comedian, what good is it? But when it, when it makes you laugh, enzymes and things are released within you that makes you calm down, that makes you think well, you get in a good mood, and you just you don't understand what just happened. It just serve this generation. You don't reduce his gift because you have a different gift. You don't cut off your tongue because you have a head. You don't see your spleen. You don't see your liver. But they are functioning. The day they stop functioning, you know something is wrong with you. They They are not visible. They don't have profile. But God help you if one of them don't work. That's the importance of what we're talking about. There's a wholesome... Message about the whole body of Christ. We are a body with different functions, different parts, yet Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15, 16 tells us each part must supply its own. That's the only way the body grows. Ah, let's read it. Let's read it, please. Let's read it. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter four. Somebody has a question. I don't know uh let me just read this verse. You have a question? Okay. Ephesians chapter four. I'm glad you are awake, so you have we have a question. Ephesians <laughs> chapter four. Give me verses verses fifteen and sixteen together. Ephesians chapter four. Not chapter five, chapter four. Selwyn, your wife was doing well by herself before, before you got there. I hope you aren't interfering with her. Selwyn, keep your hands where I can see them. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. Look at verse 16. From whom the whole body, now, when you say whole body, what, what, how whole is whole? The whole. The complete. The complete body. That includes the pastor, the missionary, prison worship leader, administrators, truck drivers, lawyers, engineers, everybody that's within the body, the whole body. Nobody's left out. The housewife, the nanny, the cooks, the janitors. What will happen to us if nobody picks up our baggage, garbage at home? How long will we last before disease overtakes us? Why did God spend all that time in the scriptures telling us about sedentation? About how to clean your hands and clean this and clean that. Way before medical science knew about bacteria, God dealt with it in the scriptures. From whom the whole body joined and knit together. With what? Every joint supplies. Every what's every? Every. Every, every joint supplies. The carpenter brings his own supply. The perfumer brings his own supply. The doctor his own supply. The preacher, his own. every joint. Every joint. We are trying to disjoint ourselves and win the world. It's not possible. It's not possible. This is the way Paul put it together. According to the revelation of Jesus Christ. Every joint supplies something. So if I fail to receive your supply, I'm deficient to that degree. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share. Not just the preacher or the deacons or the elders, but every part does its share. What's the result? causes growth of the body. Why is the body of Christ not growing? Because every part is not doing its share. Because the preacher is trying to do everybody else's share or everybody else is fat, the body cannot grow. Does this this make any sense? Am I making this up? If we're part of the body of Christ, we are joined together, we are all committed together, we are part of one body. And the Bible says every joint has its own supply, and every part does its own share. Every part. That's why God did not create the earth and realize that Adam had something to contribute Without employing him. God said, Adam, take care of the garden. You will not be on spiritual welfare. That's the loaded language. Many people in the church are on welfare. Mm. Welfare. Where? Why? They're not functioning. They're not doing their own part. They come to church every week and suck the air out. And they have the audacity to complain. Ah, church was not great. It was not good today. It was not anointed. Really? What did you bring? What did you bring what was your share what was your contribution but it's not their fault we've never taught them yeah him first and then you is that a fake mic oh,
1: okay okay the 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 No. yes my is
0: Yes. me that the person that makes me laugh has no internal purpose in it that is a gross mischaracterization of what god says he has a platform to do so but he's not doing no 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 maybe you've not seen it done but there are those those guys who can make you laugh thoroughly and then again the minister to people to for salvation
1: okay so those are kingdom but i'm saying Yes, it
0: does not see okay. God does not have one. Okay, I, I hear you, sir. I hear you, sir. but God does not have one world that is yes. filled with Jesus yes. and another world that is on, on, No, he has one world. I understand that. And okay, let, let me listen. Yeah, I
2: just want to quickly chip in something, yes, show. and that really has to do with these four. Chapter Gospel. Good. The starting point, the original. Yes. That is at creation. Yes. So and at wait now. at creation <laughs> there is no dichotomy. At creation there is no separation. Therefore, even if now this guy is not born again, okay, and is doing this stuff, don't 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 forget that the Lord God who had made him at creation. That which had been deposited in his life. Yeah. that the same thing why Jesus could see Nathaniel and speak to who Nathaniel? And the same thing he could speak we to Gideon. Yeah, no, because if we understand what you are trying to say, that yes, we could see these guys, they are operating like still jobs, like so many guys, you know, in the, uh, in the industry and really they are doing well, okay, but from this teaching we have been told that even that you still don't separate secular and uh, secret, that work is work. Okay? Period. It is religion. No. Pardon me. No, that now is another issue. That's another issue. It's another issue. Don't let's confuse that. It's another issue. But the fact that, okay, okay, let, let me help you with this. Does work take us to heaven? <laughs> what does it take us to heaven? It's not work. But what we are establishing here is the fact that the work they are doing, there is no dichotomy in that work that they are doing. That work is work.
0: Not only that, that God ordains the work.
2: Ordains the work and they may
0: not use it to go, to glorify God, but it does not negate the work.
2: I that. Yeah. The,
0: the greatest prophet in Africa. Now, let let, let me just give one scripture. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One scripture. One scripture. Every good gift and every... Where does it come from? From our God. So, so, so they may not use it to glorify Listen, no, it's not. They may not have used it to glorify God, but it does not remove the fact that God was the one that gave them the ability. I understand that. So, if God gave the ability... The, the source is what defines the thing, not, not the activity. That's what we're saying. Is the source that defines the, the, the thing, not the activity. Yes. Yes. But do you know when the, Okay, so, so, so see, by, by, if you follow your line of reasoning and look at Michael Jackson, Steve Jobs, and any you know, of those guys, and say because they are not serving God or they are not in heaven now, do you know what day they may get born again, and if they get born again, what happens? So, so if they get born again at the end of their life, does that immediately does that now sanctify what they did before their life? Does that what does that change? Nothing. It just means that their eternal destiny is with God. But all their life, they use their gift, and when they use that gift, remember, God gave mankind a mandate to be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. And within that mandate was the enhancement and the advancement of civilization. I don't have time to to develop that here. That is what God was saying to them. When he said be fruitful, multiply, replenish. Do you think Adam and Eve was gonna live in the garden forever? was going to develop the lands and the garden? Who was going to spill out of the garden and become Ethiopia, Nigeria, USA? Mankind are they put in the garden. So what that meant was within the capacity of their being were skills that would lend itself to enhancement and civilization. Architects, drummers, carpenters, all from the mind and heart of God. Now, does that mean they all use that to glorify God? No. But we have to disabuse the notion of, you can't have one rule for the church and one rule for the world. That there's no sacred secular in the church, but there will be sacred secular in the world. Once you start doing that, you speak from two, two sides of your mouth. It's difficult to do that. So what I'm just saying is that, while everybody may not use their gift to glorify God, why? Ignorance. They don't know. The church has put them in a box to where we don't have them appreciate that your gift came from God. And God is going to bless you with this gift. He wants you to honor and glorify. We don't tell them that. What we tell them, you are going to hell. That's what we told them. So many of them that would have gone to heaven find themselves in hell because we condemn them. But as far as the dichotomy, God don't see it like that. I don't believe that. I can't find the chapter on verse white. Yes, sir.
3: Okay.
0: Yes. 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 Yes, it is huge.
1: Usefully gifted,
2: and we cannot see God's plan for because it's not saved. Then we cut them off, and we lose them as very unholy. Yeah,
0: That's you know. But but that's that's a grave mistake on our part. A grave mistake. And let me tell you why I say that. When you read Luke chapter fifteen, verse one, the Bible said sinners wanted to hear Jesus. The sinners, these are
3: sinners,
0: they wanted to hear him. So what I'm saying to us is, we make a mistake to look at a man or a woman and say, ah, okay, he's gifted, it's whatever, and then say, it's not born again, it's not doing eternal purpose, and therefore we ignore or disregard. Big mistake, big mistake, why? Because how are they ever going to come to God? It's not going to happen by osmosis. Do you not know that in the Middle East, As we speak, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Iran, all of these places. You disciple people first before they get born again. You see, we are approaching the gospel with a narrow tunnel, limited vision of what happens in our culture. But in different cultures in the world, it's a totally different paradigm. You do not witness to a Saudi or a Kuwaiti by just telling them, no, you disciple them for weeks and months. Now, doesn't that sound foreign that you disciple someone that's not born again? Because in our religiosity, you get born again first, and then you disciple. That's not what Jesus did. I
2: mean, I
0: mean, uh, yeah, let me just, yeah.
2: Yeah. So so
0: we think, get born again. Be an internal purpose, then I can be your friend. No. No, 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 no. You will never win a Muslim convert in the Middle East like that. You befriend them, you eat with them, dine with them, disciple them, talk to them for weeks and months and years. And then the process says, you know what? Something happens in their life, they become open to the gospel. So if I'm looking at that Saudi or that Muslim, I say it's not, occupying, it's not the internal purpose. And I trivialize, marginalize them, I just lost a harvest. Because I am thinking, this person is not. No, so, what I'm saying to us is, you don't look at. Jesus didn't look at us like that. Ah, okay, I have a scripture for you now, sir. I do, I do, I do have a scripture for you now. Really? Matthew chapter 9. He looked at the multitudes. What? How did he see them? He said, they are sheep without a shepherd. He did not say they don't occupy eternal purpose. He defined them, not on the basis of how he made them. But he defined them on the basis of the destiny he proposed for them. These are sheep, they just lack shepherding. This is the creator that said that.
4: Amen. Yes. And that's my, what I my, see has my, my question is
1: not, not the evangelistical aspect Yeah. Or the opportunity to minister to it. That's not my focus. Not where I'm okay. Where I'm stuck. Yeah is to is to say that every profession
0: is face of the, not from the angle of evangelism yeah, sure, sure. but every profession of the, on the earth yeah that there's no division between
1: secular and spiritual okay that is where my I'm stuck. because there's a professional yeah now I'm not saying you see them and you say okay they're not make kingdom. that's not my
0: okay, not okay. okay.
1: but there's
0: like what? Give me one.
1: Oh, in some countries, uh, 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 selling drugs is legal. In some countries, prostitution is legal. It's actually profession, for
0: prostitution. Any, so any, any work that is done that edifies God is honourable. And if you, if, and, and, and if you, if you, if we wait, if you, if I finish these lessons. That that was that was addressed, and I'll quote out the scripture: "Whatever you do, that is pleasing unto God." Paul says that, Colossians chapter three, verses one, two, 1 and two. It's clear. So we are not saying that every every person is a drug dealer. No, no, no. That, that that's a stretch. No, no, nobody's saying that at all. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah. Therefore, we need to get. Yeah. We still maintain yes. that there is nothing
0: like sacred and sacred absolutely Yes.
2: However, there are other classifications. Yes. There are illegal and illegal relationships. Sure. sure. Okay. So other classifications too will command, but not in the sense secular. No, no, it's, it's right. A, it is a man made yeah. you know classification I out of religion. I agree. That's what we are saying. And I agree. This kind of classification that emanated from our religion, then there is still an issue. But that does not nullify the fact that there are other professions, okay, that are not honourable. So, it has to do how we are classifying,
0: you know, these various. So, in God's mindset, there is no sacred secular. No matter what you what you do. However, from what you're saying, there are some illegal activities. That's why we call it illegal activities, okay? So those ones, do not they, they don't even come up on the radar. But for the sake of conversation, it's important for us to understand that in God's mind, in his creation, he expects mankind to engage in various activities that will bring enhancement and civilization to the world we believe in. Yes, and the position has something, yes. i e Is 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 what it does is sacred. Again, the, the, on a the final analysis, on a finer analysis, especially as born again believers, we are spirit beings. Okay, so don't don't forget that. Uh, and God has given mankind the wisdom, the ability. They may not honor God. They may not profess God. They may not use it to glorify God. But the gift is without repentance. Don't ever forget that. Yes.
4: Well, first of all, I believe we're debating from the purpose in which we are talking about uh, the marketplace. We are saying that wherever you are as a Christian, you need to occupy outside of the church, wherever we are in our uh, uh, jobs, our careers, we need to occupy. And I believe you were talking about different types of jobs that is circular and which is Christians, well, Rahab was a prostitute, but God used her to help the spies that that came to her. What I'm saying, God can use any and everybody, wherever they are, if they allow God in. Amen? So it's not so important that where we work or what we're doing to try to classify if it's circular or Christian, but what? If we are Christians, we just need to occupy wherever we are, as a doctor, as a nurse, as a mother. Whatever we do, we do it unto the Lord, and God will bless it. Amen?
0: Amen. Okay, are you guys, you guys want to take a break now or later? Take a break? Okay, the break, the break have it. We come back. <laughs> We come back at twelve twelve uh, Twelve twenty-five. Let's come back at twelve twenty-five. I, I that was